0: and
1: Another episode of the Kaiju Kingdom Podcast. This year, we got to go to G-Fest again. And me, Jessica Sang, got really excited because we get to have our first ever women in kaiju fandom panel. And on it was Morgan Frank, Stasia Kopp, and Christine Chapin. And I'm really excited. And thank you for Christine for recording this. And I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness my name is Jessica Sang and I am a comic book historian and the co-host for the Kaiju Kingdom podcast and I put this panel together it's called you know if you look in the program it's kind of got two titles and I think it's great it's women in Godzilla fandom and also women in Kaiju fandom so we can kind of talk a little bit about everything and I really want to thank like Martin and David to kind of put together the. this is the first panel of its kind so hopefully we will have more of these in the future. And I want to say thank you for everyone for coming out. Uh, first off, the lovely lady next to me to my left is Morgan Frank. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, each one of these ladies I felt would not only just talk about fandom really well, but also understand something different from their point of view. You are an artist alley. And from what I know, you and in... Matt met in art school or in art class. Yes, yes, we actually did
2: meet in art class. He uh, barged in and said, "Who here likes gargoyles?" And uh, <laughs> everyone else was sort of terrified and afraid. And I leaned up and I went,
3: "I like gargoyles," <laughs> and uh,
1: the rest is history. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you know, you see a lot of things also from an organizer standpoint, and also from someone who goes to a lot of conventions. Oh, yes. Yes, and is a huge fan. So, Stasia, how are you?
4: Great, and happy to be here. Thank oh, you. Oh, thank you so much for coming.
1: you. You have one of the most amazing cosplays I've ever seen that oh, are hand-built. Thank <laughs> you. So not only from a cosplayer's point of view, but also I met you a couple years ago. You were a retailer. Mm-hmm. So you see it also from a retailer's point of view yep. as well. What were you selling at the time? I got cute little Godzilla plushies from her that had different... Tokyo buildings that each one was holding, But you were selling so many different things. What were you selling?
4: Yeah, like normally we would wind up selling like cute Ultraman things, cute Godzilla things, um, things from Kamen Rider and Super Sentai. Um, just a wide range of tokusatsu toys. And I'm not in the dealer's hall this year. That's why I have the opportunity to be here. I'm super happy to just enjoy the convention as a fan <laughs> with all of you. And yeah, thank you all. Thank yeah. <laughs> you. So,
3: Christine Chopin, how are you? Hi, I'm very excited to be here. love GFest. It's always a good time. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I love the fact that you also see it from, like, a fandom point of view with, as we all know, you know, you help out with the talents. And you kind of see it from the point of view of almost, not like a publicist, but like a handler who helps yes. them out. Also someone with a really great social following. But you also do your own artwork as well. Do, do you have them?
3: Have, I have I started chibi Goji's group. Goji adventures, so I have like these little cards that I started, some I did for Nakajima mini Pass. and I'm going to start getting into bigger ones with watercolor, and my friend Danielle, she has a table on Artist Alley today. She has started a comic called Kaiju PBs, and it's about women in the Godzilla Phantom or Kaiju fandom. And the different
1: experiences that we go through. So you can follow her on Instagram, it's Mm -hmm. Kaiju Cuties. And she has a lot of her artwork downstairs right now. Please go check it out. And is Kaiju Cuties spelled with a K or a C? With a K. For both of them? Yes, for both. For both? Okay, okay. So it kind of gives it kind of the unique feeling. So I wanted to start off with something more of an origin. What got you into Godzilla or Kaiju films? Kind of your first memory. Madden. But you love Ultraman. You like the characters.
2: I do. I do love Ultraman. It's my new favorite thing.
1: <laughs> so what appeals to you about that? Uh, for Ultraman, it's
2: to me, it's it's the purest and most earnest thing I've ever seen put to screen, and I just mm-hmm. admire them for 100% going there. Um, it's it's got a lot of variety to it. I think it's it's primarily for children, of course, which we we love things for children. But um, it also they do different different things with the, like, like Nexus was much more for adults, and I really enjoyed Nexus, and they have a lot of different one-offs, spin-offs, movies. It's There's such variety to be had, and
4: I love it. Yeah. So, Seisha, how about you? Yeah, so I actually came to it through other tokusatsu. First, I was a Super Sentai fan, but then, of course, once you realize that exists, you're like, what else is there out there? (laughs) And I realized that I kind of love the whole genre. It's really just the message of hope and optimism, I feel like. Um, I forget what author said, it. but some authors said that fairy tales are important because it doesn't teach kids that dragons exist, but it teaches them that dragons can be beaten. And so when things aren't under your control, when something terrible happens, all of these types of shows and movies teach that you can't overcome this and there's going to be a happy ending at the end. And that just really resonates with me. What about you, Christine? So
3: it started for me on the 6th, I was obsessed with dinosaurs. I was going through this dinosaur phase. My dad came home one day with Godzilla King of the Monsters on VHS, and I was like, what is this? Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. I fell in love. I wasn't scared at all. And I became an instant fan, bring it into school, show and tell. And then it was hard for me to find more of the movies because the only place we could go, we had no internet, we had no cable or anything like that. So we go to the grocery store, I remember, and I'd be like, oh, this over And so I ended up buying all the VHS. And I yeah, just grew from there all through growing up with my neighbors, we all come over and watch it before the school bus came, and we get home and watch those over the Sea Monster. So yeah, it's been uh, about, every 34 minus minus I'm not good at math. <laughs> <laughs> 27 years. Yeah, I've been... Yeah, that was it. Because looking at the monsters... took my heart.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so clearly one of the things I wanted to point out is that we do exist. And I see many ladies also in the audience who loves Kaiju. <laughs> baby And Godzilla. Everything. So your opinions or your point of view when you see or read something, when you hear someone say, where are all the women in Godzilla fandom? Where are they? Or why can't I meet a girl who's into Godzilla or Kaiju? What is your opinions or thoughts the moment you see or read or hear that statement?
3: I think, I mean, we're out there. It's just sometimes they're not as involved on social media maybe or, in know, places. Because mostly the online Fandom is, is mostly male-driven, so a lot of females might not know what groups to look in, where to get into, the different kind of clubs there might be. Well, I mean, I've we have, I mean, you started the, the Kaiju Ladies.
1: I have a Kaiju Ladies group, so if you guys would love to join, ladies, please come up to me, and I'll be more than happy to add you on to the Facebook group.
3: I mean, we're at conventions, and
4: we're out there, and all there. <laughs> Yeah, I 100% agree that so many female fans are out there. It's just that they're not necessarily always involved in the fandom. There was years when I was into tokusatsu, and I had no idea there was a fandom. Like, I just thought it was just me, and I liked these things that nobody else did in the world. (laughs) That was years. And so, there are plenty of fans out there, and people who you might not expect to be fans might actually be huge fans of kaiju or something you like. So, yeah.
2: Oh, I should contribute. Oh, no. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I kind of came late to it. Like I, I had my first taste when I was younger. I, I grew up with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like so many of my generation yes. did, and I loved it. And it wasn't literally until I was in college and I started watching Ultraman that I would go back and look at Mighty Morphin, and I could see the cuts where they where they went back to original Japanese footage, and I went, "Ah," oh. and it was just sort of a it was sort of eye opening to notice yeah. that there are certain tropes that you see in, in Japanese style things, and, and you can start picking them out. So, uh, I mean, I I came late. I was just introduced to it, and now I really enjoy it. So, you can just show people the stuff. They might like it. You don't know.
1: Yeah, that's true. Because there, there's definitely an introduction aspect to it you don't necessarily have to find someone that you're hoping is already in it there's always an introduction aspect to it I think for a lot for those who may be like where were you growing up or where are you now the internet was not as prevalent when we were younger so you didn't think so but what's amazing is now with the internet and Facebook and everything you can find other women or men that are into it You know what I mean? Like when you're younger, you would think that if you're by yourself in Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. there's no other girl in that village that likes it or town. But then when you go online, you find someone in New York or Pennsylvania or even the city next to you. So I feel like the internet really brings all of the women out and the men out into kind of the atmosphere. It's way
3: easier to connect.
1: I'm sorry? It's
3: way easier to connect.
1: It is easier to connect, yes. You had talked about, Morgan, about introducing it for those who are not already into it. What would be good films? I guess we'll start with Morgan. And down to you, Christine. That you feel would be a good introduction for young girls, or adult women, or it doesn't matter.
0: Ooh,
2: um, it can vary with your tastes. Uh, for example, I, I I missed the boat on some of the the kitschier '60s style mm-hmm. stuff that a lot of people really enjoy. It's just not it's not in my bag. So for me, uh, my gateway drugs were uh, Ultraman Maybes. It's one of my favorite Ultraman series ever. Yeah. That was what got me into the entire series, so I highly recommend that one. And um, the Gamera Trilogy, the 90s Gamera Trilogy, is, are some of my favorite kaiju films. So if there's, if there's people that you want to get them into the genre, but they're like, oh, that weird campy 60s stuff for kids, maybe start them on some of the more modern stuff and see if that suits their tastes a little bit better.
4: Yep, I agree with that. Actually, I got into Ultraman with Ultraman X, so fairly recently. Um, I think it's actually a great introduction. Um, I have to say my favorite kaiju movies, I saw Godzilla vs. Mothra when I was really young, actually. So that one was like, yes. my long-standing favorite. But I think it really depends on what the tastes of the person you're trying to introduce are. Um, maybe try to find something which like you think would suit them, which they'd like. Another thing you could do, so my very best friend is in the corner, is the awesome Ellicane over there. I ah! introduced her to basically the Kaiju and the Tokusatsu fan, though. I was like, please, please watch the show. And she was like, please read the Sailor Moon manga. And so we traded, and now I'm a Sailor Moon fan, and she's a Kaiju and Tokusatsu fan. So you
3: I agree pretty long, like the both of you. It? it depends on the person's personality. Um, like older fans, I think the heysay stuff is a little bit more mature. And then for younger generations, the show is always a great place to go to. They have so many that are aimed. I mean, they were aimed towards younger children. So Mothman versus Godzilla, Godzilla versus Sea Monster was my favorite growing up. And then if you meet somebody who doesn't. Who isn't into that? Well, I do. It's like, well, why don't you just come over and watch 54? Always good to start with the classic, and then usually they get interested. And I'm like, hey, why don't we start a marathon? And <laughs> yeah, then they watch them all in order, and then they get hooked. You can't help it. It
1: yes. helps if you lock the door and they can't leave. Yeah,
3: Snap. snacks, snacks. There you go. Snacks and movies.
1: Yeah, I think you, she and I were joking one time online that you know a man truly loves you when he's able to marathon all 32 Godzilla films, (laughs) 34 Godzilla films with you and be fine. Uh, And you know, you had actually mentioned Mothra a lot when I had spoke to like Yuhei Kitamura, the director of Final Wars, another, you know, great Japanese veterans of the industry. They said they noticed lots of little girls love Mothra. Mm Because maybe she looks like a giant butterfly to them, yeah. or something yeah. like that. And mm-hmm. when you had mentioned that, I immediately thought of that. I that was so a small bl- yeah. And I think you know, with more female, ki- you know, characters, they feel a little bit because mm-hmm. to them, Deshaya, they're all he's. They're not she's like Violente would be. Mm-hmm. You know, so to address some of the, you know, we've been in the fandom for a while, and I know Sasha has seen this. What are some of the concerns that you feel like should be addressed with how people would speak to or even treat women of fandom, especially in the kaiju fandom, that you feel could have been done better?
4: So I feel like for me it comes back to a lot of people are really, really passionate about kaiju, and that's awesome, but sometimes that converges into sort of gatekeeping or being mean to girls who maybe don't know as much about it as you do and just try to remember that everyone was a beginner once. Everyone here didn't know anything about this at one time. And so if you run into someone who's new, um, just be excited with them. Don't try to like tell them what to do or just, like look down on them because they don't know as much. Just try to be their partner and to be friendly with them and be a good person to bring them into the fandom. Like, it's fine if everyone's at different levels. Almost all of you know more about Godzilla than I do. I know a ton about, like, other tokusatsu shows, but I feel like I am the casual here, <laughs> and I really want this to be an environment where that's okay, so that way I can grow and become a big fan. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, but
1: Morgan, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I mean, just we're all human people. Just basic respect. No, no unexpected pop trivia questions. I won't be able to answer them. Um, <laughs>
4: how many scales are on Godzilla's butt? Okay.
2: <laughs> Eighty-four. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just 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 no no gatekeeping stuff. Just basic human decency. You all know how to do that. Yeah.
1: Christine, what do you think?
3: I can't really say it any better than you guys. I mean, We're all the same. We're all in this together. We all enjoy it together. It's a band that everybody can participate in and add to and grow together with. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot, and it goes either way, like the males and females. When somebody new comes in, you're like, this person. What like, do you think know, they were talking about? I do just know. You just learn from each other. If someone's new coming
4: in, yeah, you just teach them. You to grow together.
3: And
0: yeah. it's
3: fun.
4: And I'd like to say that as a vendor, I've been to so many conventions around the country. And this is the friendliest, with the nicest, most accepting people I've met across the whole country. So your fandom is great. <laughs> Thank
1: you You definitely brought up a good point about everyone starts somewhere once. And if you want them to become at a certain level with you, you've got to kind of help them and bring people up and not tear people down. Because you cannot complain that there are no women in fandom if later on you're yelling at the women who are trying to get into fandom online. You're creating a cycle of an issue or a problem. So I think it was great that it was something that you had brought up. Yeah, thanks. So, and from, we'll start with you, and Seija, from a retailer's point of view, what can retailers do? to kind of really make women feel welcomed at their table. Um, My background is hugely in comic books. And so there are comic book stores that people have said, as female customers, we feel so loved and so welcomed. And they keep going back to the store, because something about the environment that they make is very welcoming, because they know it's an overwhelmingly male market. As a retailer, what is something that you feel that retailers or exhibitors can do?
4: So I would say, like any retailer, you should talk to your customers. This basically applies to everything, though. Like Talk to people, be friendly with them. And if they don't know something about it, maybe make some recommendations for what you think they would really like to watch. Um, Give them some resources to learn more if they want to. And if they don't, just be like, oh, that's cool. I'm glad that you're here for whatever it is they're here for. Um, I think another thing that vendors could do is have more types of merchandise like, before I started really selling here in the G-Fest dealer's hall, there was, like, it's very, very heavy on vinyls, and everyone loves the toys and the vinyls, but, I don't know, people want other things, too. There's cute purses and plushies. I sold so many plushies. Many of you probably <laughs> bought some plushies for me at some point. I and bought, then,
2: yes, a toilet, toilet paper
4: The toilet paper. Of the Ultraman coffee, so yeah, there was Ultraman coffee, there was Ultraman pasta. I would say rather than like just focusing on toys, maybe to branch out, um, maybe a kid somewhere will get into Ultraman because their pasta was in little Ultraman shapes and they're like, what's this? You never know.
0: Okay.
1: Do you feel the need for more dresses, more feminine clothing, more female clothing? So Do you I see think
4: that? I think that would be really nice. I'm glad that T-shirts are coming in a variety of sizes, because I've run into that at other conventions where t-shirts will only come in like large and XL. And there's a lot <laughs> of women who that will fit, and there's a lot who it won't. Um, I know there's real challenges about vending and having a bunch of sizes available, but one thing I would like to see maybe is people who just have, I don't know, pictures or demonstrations of things which they are selling or able to make. Um, I think a lot of women are really, crafty and talented and amazing and do lots of handmade items maybe that's meant more for like the artist alley but i would love to see more like female artists female vendors like creativity out there people selling their work
1: yeah because christine and i were talking about how difficult it was to find godzilla dresses (laughs) online and so you always they're like on etsy there's something homemade about them and i it's something that exhibitors and retailers know. Women will spend money when we like what you have at your booth. <laughs> so have something that's inclusive for us to buy, and we will get it. Right. So, Morgan, from Artist Alley, we know that at G-Fest and maybe even certain other conventions, a very it's a very heavy, uh, there's a lot more male artists mm-hmm. than there are for female artists. inside Anime Expo, I kind of saw the, the difference. There was much more female artists in right. Artist Alley. What is it something that you feel like would really be good advice for female artists who kind of want to be in G-Fest or other conventions in their artist alley that would be primarily male artists? Right. Um, Well, I don't know much about the process for
2: actually getting in. Like, I don't know know how to get a table or anything like that. But I I am seeing a few more female artists this year. And a couple have come up to Matt's table to talk to him. And this is their first year or their second year at G-Fest. And I like the, the variety of things that they're bringing. Because the, uh, the artists in the Artist Alley, here at G-Fest especially, are so talented. And they have such amazing pieces. But when you get a female artist, you do get a different perspective. Like, I've gotten some really cute plushes. I've gotten some very cutesy button designs, like, like cute, cute things. And men can do cute. There's nothing wrong with that. But you definitely get a different perspective from an actual female artist and their, their background. Um,
1: I don't really know where else I was going with that <laughs> <laughs> okay you've <laughs> actually done great advice actually so I think it would help you're we talking about the female artist coming up to Matt's table yeah to kind of ask him yeah. for and I've, advice and I've walked around
2: and I've seen I've seen a couple
1: that are yeah and we know that Danielle uh, for Kaiju Cuties is also one that's yes. there yes. is this her first
3: year no she's been here before she's been here before yeah. right as she's an, as today, an or as an artist Yeah,
1: she
0: has seen the table okay. Like oh okay yeah,
1: and so Christine, you've been part of the fandom on social media for a while. Do you currently see a growth in women going onto the Godzilla group, which has like 13,000 followers and stuff, or do you kind of still see the numbers remain the same?
3: Um, no, I mean, it has. not definitely increased over the last couple of years that I've been in it. I mean, it's mostly a male-driven fandom, but I mean, the women are—they're coming out now, and the more that us women are active in it. I feel like the more that come in and feel more comfortable to join in the different groups, and like come out to the convention, and spend time together. So I feel that's really helpful. Like the more active and like encouraging you are, the more that these people want to come out and be a part of that. Yeah,
0: okay. I mean, everybody
2: wants to feel heard. Yes,
3: yeah. um, yes.
1: So you know, one of the advice that I see is that if you see, I think in the members groups online, you'll see new members being added. Always welcome them. So I feel that that is something that really makes them feel, like you said, inclusive. I've seen, I have a friend, she's part of the Dragon Ball Z community. She and her, she, she, her co-host is a male, but he's always addressed in Facebook posts. Or when they talk to them, the person will talk just to him and not really to her, even though they're both co-hosts. So it's really important to be mindful to include both of them and not just speak to one of them or not the other. So do you, to move forward, do you see a growth in more people coming in or women coming in because of the new legendary films that are coming out?
3: Yes, yeah, so because I feel like the people that grew up with it, now they're bringing their kids. They're bringing their yes. daughters, bringing their sons. So the families yes. are going together to share it together. And then you know, boyfriends, you have girlfriends to get interested. In it. And it's a new take on it. And it's, it's exciting. Monster movies are definitely making a comeback now. So... I've seen a lot more when I've
4: gone recently. Sure. It's
1: exciting to, be able to share that with everybody. So, say, what do okay. you think?
4: Mm. So, I would say that all of these fandoms are growing, I think, just because of the internet. So, people now have access to look up and find movies. They would have to wait on a VHS from somewhere, which was some fans <laughs> up. And now it's so easy to like watch movies and watch kaiju related shows. And I think it's definitely growing, like in the time which I've been a fan of tokusatsu, mm, I don't know, it's grown many times, it's like an exponential increase, like I'm often surprised by how many fans there are, and through traveling around selling at a vendor booth, I would go to huge conventions like Anime Expo, and there was a time when no one would know at one point what all of this stuff was, like there were doubts that like a vendor booth could survive at some of these conventions. But I'd go to places like Seattle and there would be a ton of Tokusatsu and Kaiju fans who were like, Oh my gosh, we're so excited. There's never been a vendor here. We've been waiting for twenty years. <laughs> 20. So like yeah, I think it's definitely growing.
1: Yeah. What about you, Morgan? Because I know you'll be seeing these films with Matt. Do you kind of see in the audience or just in general that there's a growth? I'm I thinking. think so. I think
2: I think having them. Uh, like having American productions is a good kind of a gateway drug Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
2: because you can get people in that maybe haven't had any experience yet with, with foreign language films and if they they start to get into the fandom that can introduce them to some of the original japanese works that can introduce them to some of the some of the related items like like Ultraman or like Kamen Rider or like Tokusatsu and i i think it's important to have that kind of variety out there so that a lot of different types of people who maybe thought this was too niche for them they can kind of get into it and they can find things that they like about it
4: so I think we're going to see that a lot more, especially because of the Ultraman Netflix show. I don't think yeah. you can get more mainstream than Netflix. I think that's <laughs> going to bring so many people are fans of like Voltron and giant robots, and it's not very big of a stretch from there to Ultraman. And once it's on Netflix, I'd expect to see a lot more fans who are in the fandom, who are exploring it, who had never heard of it before. Yeah. So I'm super excited for that. I'm so excited. Yeah,
1: because there's also like the Godzilla anime. We have part two and we have part three. So that's something that, like you said, it didn't really hit me. Netflix is one of the, it's international. So that is extremely mainstream and extremely easy to be able to have access to. Okay. Yeah. So we, I, you know, you brought Rosalyn, her beautiful little niece. So you started her young. Is that I started what you did? after she was born.
3: I would bring in my guys little plushies. And at first she was scared of them to have this giant one. So I'd been to, you know, for- Bringing them in with they're playing with them. Then she started getting older and she'd be, Gaza, Gaza, so I'd bring out Godzilla. And no, I'm, she is so in love with Godzilla and all the kairu. She loves to name them off and she'll tell you all about all of them and who she loves and who she bought. <laughs> no, it's great to be able to share that with her. And just to see how happy she is and excited to be here, and I'll have to bring her every year now.
0: <laughs>
3: she can spend all my money. <laughs> but it's just great to be able to participate in that with somebody who, at such a young age, just like really latched onto it. She yes. watches the movies. She she knows the actors and actresses'
1: names.
3: She's so smart. Yeah. Right? <laughs> She's
1: but. three. She's three. She's she three. In April. She's three.
3: She's <laughs> <Aww. laughs> taking a nap right
1: now. Otherwise, I'd call her up. <laughs> so, do you ladies feel like you introduced her since she was born? Yes. But something that my mom was always afraid is called a forced upon. She, I love comics. She believes my kids will not like comics wow. because it will be a forced upon thing. Do you feel that for you know our daughters and even our sons? should we allow them to kind of discover it on their own or should we start introducing it to them?
3: I feel like introduce it and if they are interested in it, they'll pick it up on their own and they'll get into it. They'll ask you questions about it. They'll look for it online. They'll look for it in the stores. Like I would just bring my toys on and put them there. She'd pick them up and play with them so she got used to it. So I never, really like, if, if she wasn't
4: interested in it, and, you know, there's other things out there that like, she came to, but I'm so glad she's in a Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I don't have any kids of my own yet, but I'm definitely going to introduce them to, like, Godzilla and Ultraman and Kamen Rider. Um, I would <laughs> expect that... They probably will really like it because kids really like things that their parents like until they're teenagers, and they'll be like, "No, this isn't cool at all. I don't <laughs> like you anymore, mom." But like, I'm hoping that at one point they'll grow out of that stage, and hey, maybe they'll grow up and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, like I actually really do like this. My mom wasn't that uncool. Like my mom was cool and liked these things." So yeah, I'm hoping that I'll be able to get them into the fandom.
1: Yeah, once they hit their 20s or so,
2: that right, nostalgia
4: right.
1: factor will kick back in, right. and look, oh yeah, oh,
4: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: So, Morgan, what do you think? Do you think sh- we should kind of allow them to discover it on their own? or Absolutely. I, I don't think,
2: like, as passionate as you can be about something, like, that's still your thing. I don't think you can really force that on on anyone, especially small children who have huge minds of their own. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just kind of having it out and around and being chill about it. Because, uh, I mean, once you're a parent, you immediately become the least cool person on the face of the earth. So nothing that you <laughs> like is cool anymore. So just sort of sort of let it happen as it goes. Yeah. I think a lot of
1: it is also encouragement. I was in the dealer's room, and there was a little girl who came up to me, because she had, like, a little camera backpack, and she had, like, a little... She was like, I have, like, King Ghidorah, and I have Hidora, and she had all... She knew more than her older brother, who looked about 12, and she was, like, six or seven, and I think he was helping her make sure she doesn't spend all her money, and... <laughs> I think it's best enough to be like, oh, those are cute, and then walk away in a non-creepy way. You want to really encourage her Hmm. that she is amazing and that she's smart, she loves all the things, and that she should go around in the dealer's room and really be like, oh, that's great. I love the fact that you know that. I don't know if it benefits to say it's great as a little girl you know it, because I feel like then that creates like a segregation, ah. you know, instead of just saying, I think it's amazing that you know just as much as all the men and women here in the room. I feel that with an encouragement factor, that kind of makes them want to delve into it more, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That was just something that I kind of observed in the dealer's room. Nothing warms my heart than like a little version of me. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was me years ago. But I fell alone, so I think it would have helped if an adult or or another child your age, like the same as my age, also encouraged you. And, you know, one of the things is what genres, you had said that, hi Chloe, uh, that you guys traded genres to get them in, and so for the... You know, adult women, I guess I would say over 23, How do you see certain genres that you feel would be easy to kind of get that friend over to, like, kaiju and Godzilla? Like, if you see a friend with a Jurassic Park t-shirt, you're like, mm, girl, let me tell you about Godzilla. <laughs> is, there, is there certain genres that you feel is easier to kind of bring people over to the other side?
3: I think anime really helps. If they're in oh. anime, they'll be in the most of the time. That's what I've encountered so far. So like, hey, have you ever seen Samsung And They're like, no, and then you trade off, like have you seen this show? Have you seen this show? And then you share, and then they both kinda like meld into
4: loving everything. <laughs> I agree with that. And I especially think Sailor Moon mm-hmm. and Precure because they're transformation heroes. So it already has the idea that they're going to transform and then they're going to fight monsters. It's not really that much of a jump from that <laughs> to kaiju or live action. See, I've actually. <laughs> yeah, shout it out. For me, it's
2: kind of like the opposite. I'm the one that
4: got the on my own, and I'm trying to convert my
0: family. That's good. You're doing it. You're doing the Lord's work. work. You're doing great work.
1: No, like, exactly. it's okay, okay, but you're yeah. here. This is a good step. Yes, yes.
4: So I would say for that, definitely keep trying. So my husband is not into tokusatsu. He's not into anime. He's into <laughs> motorcycles, punk rock, and skateboarding, none of which I am into. And so, like, in the end, basically we had to find what our common malady was, yes. like, what do we enjoy doing together? And even if he can't enjoy types of things, he doesn't go to conventions with me, he at least respects that I enjoy it. He's fine with my toys being there, because he's like, she really loves this, and this makes her happy. So you may come to a point where it's just, maybe they can just learn to like that you like it, even if they can't like it themselves. <laughs> That's <laughs> like fair. Like a point of view, like, that, like it's,
0: for me, it's like, it's strange to like what I like,
3: especially since I'm a girl and that's my age. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's You it have to kind of, like, fight through one. Like, are you, am I sure I want to be like this? Like, do I want to be like others? Do I want to love what I like? Yeah, definitely love what you love. When I was younger in school, nobody else liked Edzilla. So. And so, like, you kind of stand out and you leave yourself open to get picked up. You know what? I was like, this is what I like. And you don't you don't give up on that. So I mean, it, it took a while. It took me. I mean, after I graduated, before I even got online, and I found all these other people that are just like me. I was like, where where all of you? What was <laughs> you were there. I just I didn't know how to connect. You know, just definitely, yeah, love what you love. I've been begging my mom to come, to come here for months, and I've never in my life to look at it and not
4: surrounded
1: by high school kids. You made it. Yes, you made it. You are not alone, you have
4: us. Yeah. You have,
3: have
1: us. us. It's very really amazing
0: because
1: I was told like, I sounded like the only person in the Carol world who liked it. That's fine. See, yeah. Well, we we know know that's yeah, one of the <laughs> case. <laughs> so, You're a gene fam. You found us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Morgan, what do you think would be also a good genre to kind of cross over? I know you love dinosaurs. Oh
0: you and God. I love dinosaurs. <laughs> you <laughs> and I have talked about <laughs> it online.
2: Oh. Oh, I recently found out one of the guys that I've known for years is actually, like, a full-blown paleontologist. And I just geeked out at him for, like, half an hour. (laughs) But um, I've actually... When I've been to a couple of different anime conventions, just as an attendee or helping Matt, I've actually found there's a weird divide between people that like anime and people that like the live-action Japanese stuff, which is really surprising to me because they're the same thing. (laughs) But... I think a lot of people... Like, especially now, Power Rangers in America is very ubiquitous. It's it's everywhere. Every generation from mine on down has grown up with some iteration of Power Rangers. So I think Power Rangers is a, gr- is a great gateway uh, to get them into Sentai. And Sentai is a good gateway into Kamen Rider, mm, yes. Ultraman, and then on to Kaiju and Godzilla. But yeah, dinosaurs are great. Power Rangers are great. And uh, even... Even I would say, like the 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 big mainstream resurgence of all the Marvel movies and all the big powered superheroes. Like I I feel like eventually one day we're gonna see a Marvel movie that's a dinosaur and Moon Boy or Moon Girl, and I think I think we're gonna start seeing a lot of crossover. Um, there's just there's a lot, especially with Godzilla. It feels to outsiders it feels very niche, and I don't think it's very niche at all. I think there's a lot of variety and there's a lot of different things that can be had within. The Godzilla and the kaiju fandoms. And I think they just don't know that yet. Yeah.
1: If you three ladies met a female friend or a female stranger who doesn't, isn't anime, Ultraman, Tokusatsu, how would you pitch Godzilla or kaiju to them in a way that you feel would appeal to them?
3: I usually start out with the cute stuff. Like hmm. the shoes, <laughs> the bags, like the girly thing. There's not a lot of girly really things out there. But usually, you know, girls always talk about things they love. So makeup, and then you just kind of bring them into it. And you share it, you're sharing it together, the different things. I mean, not everybody likes the same thing. But when you're hanging out, you, know, you share different ideas, different things you like together. And I mean, friends always do things together with each other, whether you like a certain thing they're into or not.
1: Oh, so you were going to be like, I have green lipstick. And from that's green, true. let's yeah. move on to, exactly. <laughs> to the skin of Gaza. And then you start finding subtle ways to get in. And then that's that's not talk subtle. <laughs> that's, I know. <laughs> and then they eventually start having an interest in it. And then you can start sharing them with them together.
3: Yeah.
4: That's one of the reasons that I'm really excited about Kaiju girls. I love Kaiju girls. I will go on about that forever. <laughs> but it's super short. It's super accessible. It's an anime, and so people who are already into anime are like, oh, okay, this is an anime. And from there, it's, it doesn't like require any previous knowledge of Ultraman, either. It's pretty easy to go from watching, what are they, 10 minutes long, something yeah, like that, at these shorts, to saying, hey, let's like watch the sh- other shows that this is based on. Hey, let's watch some movies and there's snacks. Like you mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> bribes
2: work well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I find that the interest in strong story and solid characters, that's pretty universal. Like yeah. you don't have to like a specific genre to appreciate a good story. So I would pitch things like I would pitch things that I know have a really good story, have a really interesting characters or a strong theme to them. I would probably start, me personally, with GMK. That's one of my favorite Godzilla movies. I really enjoy the strong theming and the strong story. Um, or Ultraman X, as you mentioned, is great. It's a it's an anniversary special, so there's a lot of callbacks. There's a lot of walking you through it, and the special effects are perfect. Um, yeah I would just I wouldn't even start with like a it has to be about Godzilla or it has to be about Kaiju I would say this has a re- this is a great movie with good story and good characters and yeah. just go
1: from there You're like it's about human relationship and a strong female character <laughs> yes and did we really quick did we have any questions actually hi yes what is your question
3: She was my crush. She was my woman crush. Ever since I was little. No, she's she's so sweet. And she, well, she was one of the only female actors to have a current role in all the movies. So you kind of grew along with her all throughout the Heisei series. But, and she's just so beautiful and she really brings life to her character. And she's thrown in all these situations and she comes out strong, and she's assisting with of and she's like, we like, want to kind of get rid
4: of him," them, and now she's like, no, no, thank you <laughs> No, she's, she's, she's my number one. I'm going to prove my casualness and choose a common writer option here. <laughs> but I, so Common Rider x is one of the more recent series, and they actually had two female Kamen I was so excited to see female heroes. Oh my god, and each <laughs> one talking. It was so cute, and they were like, they were awesome. And so, but this Is yeah. X-Aid?
2: Okay, I should go watch X-Aid now. You should watch X-Aid. Yeah, I'm gonna watch X-Aid. So, yeah, those are my favorites right now. <laughs> uh, mine are probably still gonna be Ultraman characters. Uh, the most recent one, I would say, and I can't remember her name because I'm very bad at trivia, but um, there was a female commander in Ultraman X. I know you're talking about. Yeah, I know. No, but she she I call my nickname for her was Ultramom. She was just sort of the the mom of everyone. She was like this tough, no-nonsense, but like still still warm and caring person who was just a really great commander. She got things done and she actually got to turn into Ultraman Nexus for one episode and it just it it my heart's my heart grew 10 times the size that day. I was just so excited because that that's what I that's what I want to see next is I want to see an honest to god female
1: u- female-led Ultraman series. That would oh. be my, yes. That would be goals. That would be goals, yes. <laughs> Hashtag goals. I would definitely say for me would be the two female leads in Shingo Jira. Because oh. one of them had, despite I think maybe heritage, uh, nationality, she wanted to be president. And it was mentioned in the film. Yes. And I think that was very important. The second one was, as smart as all the male scientists were, she was the one who really figured out the key to it. And I think that that was very, very important and extremely detailed. I don't think the ending would have been the same without her figuring out that kind of that key component to, you know, what was going up with Shingojira. So, I'm sorry, we had a couple other questions. Yes, we'll do the gentleman and then you. And then, yep. and then there's someone over there. Okay. Yeah, one, two, three. Uh, yes, what did you have?
0: What uh, would you like to see more of representation-wise in Kaiju stories? Ooh... I'd
3: say more female kaiju. There's not very many. Yes. At all. Yeah. Even more female kaiju that are protectors or partners of children, I and mean, that's always good for younger
4: generations.
3: But yeah, there's not really a lot of female, female kaiju out there.
4: Female kaiju and female heroes in general. Not even if they're the main hero, if they're. Like a secondary hero, I don't know. I just want to see more girls saving things and doing awesome things in general. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh,
2: for me, there there are a lot of female characters and female heroes out there, but. By and large, and this is this is more of a Japanese culture thing, but they tend to fall into one of two groups. There's either like the, like the ice queen, she kicks she kicks all the butt, and she's like mm-hmm. she's like oh I'm gonna destroy everything, or there's the super schmootsy cutesy girl. And I like both of these, but like maybe it's a few more that are a little more in the middle of that, because it's it's okay to to be a, a woman and not fall into one of these two camps. You can have nuance, you can have subtlety, and I would just like to see a little bit more of that.
1: Yeah. I do think, I think Wonder Woman was a great example of her. Yes, Yes. (laughs) uh, she was great. She picked butt, and she loved babies. (laughs) I also think something is, I do believe that if there was ever a film that was just female-led and female kaiju, I still think it could sell. Because that wouldn't compromise action, story, or strong character. That has nothing to do with gender. So I do think it would still be seen and sold. Yes, we will do you right after her. Yes.
0: Right. Okay.
2: Which Godzilla design is my favorite? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with GMK. I love. I love Godzilla's character in that film, it's its unique almost to the other ways that I've seen him portrayed, but I'm going to have a special mention to Shin Godzilla because that is just a crazy design and I'm so impressed they went there.
1: Yeah. Beautiful googly eyes. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, yeah you had a question. Um, since, since some
0: kaijus, kind of you know, genders are, you know, ambiguous, are there any kaijus kind of that do headcanon Oh, from our point of view, we yeah. think it's female. Yeah. Right.
2: Oh. Well, here's another way to look at it. Like, are they, are they, are there all of these monsters singular and unique, or are they part of a species? Could we be seeing some that they just, they look all the same, but one could be female? They could all be female.
0: Hey, there you go. Yeah. Oh.
2: Rodan. <laughs> Rodan. <laughs> 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 hmm.
4: Yeah. Yeah. What about y'all? What you think? Yeah.
1: Um, we have a question there, and then the lady up in the front, yes.
4: Uh, yeah, more of a comment on the whole thing. I'm not sure how other studios do, do it, but I know that Toho says uh, the kaiju don't have a gender unless it's plot relevant. That's their stated position on it. I'm okay so that with that. Com- uh, 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 you didn't know that? No, I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah, it is. So, that's, uh, so that, kid, that is part of the representation for kaiju from Toho, at least.
2: Right. But, again, it... Male tends to be the default in the yes. mind's eye of all viewers <laughs> that's That's just how we're we're sort of programmed as a society. That can be unlearned, but it, it whenever a kaiju or or anyone is is specifically mentioned as female, that's sort of a, like a ooh, that's like a thing you know I'd, I'd like it to get to the point where it's not a thing. <laughs> yeah
4: on the Detroit thing uh, someone that, actually, that was actually a big fan cannon on the internet for a while after they
1: noticed that the destroyed chest with that of a symbol look similar to the underside of a specifically female horseshoe rat um, oh what a neat detail yeah. how cool so yes I'm leading up front and then we'll move to you and then yes
3: I
0: mean,
3: it could be could
2: be it could be the dad yeah, could be yeah. like a or sea horse. General, gender, gender or mm. or ooh ooh, we're getting into yeah. like taxonomy here <laughs> yeah
0: his father he
3: of papa
1: it could be mama. It could, it could if, To you, if it sounds like mama, then they, they go, go for, for it. it. Right. I want
0: to see if one of the Godzilla movie, shows that. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, yes, we had a question. I um, will do that. I
4: was just going
2: to say, like, maybe like, it kind of makes sense
0: for
1: the multi-boys since they all fight each other. And, okay. Well, hey now, I fight lots of people. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. <laughs> did you have a question? Um, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, Were, were you done with your question? Did I get you off? Um, what's your favorite thing
0: about
3: the Godzilla fandom? Like about the Godzilla fandom? Mm-hmm. That it's just a giant family. Like we're all here. We all share the same thing. We all love the same thing. We can all talk about it without judging each other. We can all encourage each other. And everybody just comes and has a good time, and we all get excited about everybody's hauls that they got, like see (laughs) who bought what, and what you find in the dealer's room. it's It's a giant family. Yeah.
4: I agree. It's how friendly everyone is. I think that's great. Yeah,
2: exactly what they said. I mean, Matt and I both go to a number of conventions all across the country, and this is the only one where everyone here knows everybody else's name.
1: Yeah. I would say definitely the friendliness, but also the fact is they, because of the intimacy and the closeness and the numbers here it's very easy to see and spot other female friends and immediately there's like this understanding like oh my gosh you love Godzilla I do too and there's even a closer bond to that as well not just the friendliness you know I feel like I, I get so excited and I always kind of keep an eye out for you know young girls like yourself as well so, so I love it. Um, did you have a question well we'll ask your question and then we'll go to a friend. Yes. Oh yeah, well, yeah, we'll do you. All right. um,
0: what is your guys' thoughts on you know, how, in the Rebirth of Mothra Trilogy, Mothra is predominantly identified as a female character mm-hmm. throughout all of her appearances, but midway through the trilogy, and I believe actually in the first film, they change the character into a male using her son, Mothra Leo. I, I was wondering,
1: what was your guys' thoughts? Oh, your feelings this, on it? Changing from a
0: female to a male. What character was known for
2: being I've never seen that trilogy, not yet at least, uh, but I'm going to come out right now saying, boo, I'm against it.
0: <laughs>
3: so, I've actually never seen it either, but I feel like Moth, I mean, she isn't known as a girl, so maybe they're trying to bring maybe some more male fans in by having it more of a hero because everybody knows as a female, so maybe they're trying to like, get another
2: side of it that she can also be a strong male character.
0: It's
1: interesting we don't get the reverse of that. Yeah. yeah. You know, the way I feel about from a scientific standpoint, there's many like fish species, insects, sea creatures that go from male to female, female to male, or they didn't have a gender. So you can argue that side of it, but I feel like a lot of that actually pulls... A little bit of the power away. Currently, Wonder Woman in the New 52 run, you found out that her py- powers came from Zeus. There was no need for that to come from, meaning all of her powers, basically, she needed a daddy. But all up before that, she was just made out of clay, breathed into life through Queen Hippolyta. So all of her powers were just... There and given from women or from Earth. So I didn't, I felt it kind of took a little bit away from it. And to say that in order to be a powerful female, you need to have a powerful male in your life, and that's not necessarily true. So, so. did you have a question? Yeah, do you
0: have a question? Yeah, I do. So, what was your favorite uh, design? of the What's my favorite what the sign of the oh, design? Yeah. Oh, fits. Fits. <laughs> 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 um,
2: I I don't know if I can answer that in a, in a satisfactory way. I I just really liked. I mean, I liked Gamera's design. But I really, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: I do. Oh, yeah. I, I, love, I do love Gamera's design. I, I mostly liked the story, though, and the characters in those movies, but the design for Gamera is very good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, what's your yeah. question, sir? And we have two in the back.
0: Sorry. I look back at my family and my wife from the time.
4: Mm-hmm. And uh, I would like to see. This is really a suggestion. Of a opera film,
0: that Lothropp an and a film, <laughs> yeah. kind of updated for now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that would be my suggestion. That'd, That'd be, be great. A Lothropp film for now. That would be
2: fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll have to see how the next one comes out, but hopefully. Yeah.
1: We'll have out, but hopefully yeah. We'll have we have two two questions.
0: Yeah, what respectively, would be each of your personal favorite um, film from the Godzilla or tokusatsu genre, and how would you pitch that to someone who wants, who is interested into the genre? Your favorite film from, let's say, the Godzilla franchise. Well, mine
3: is definitely Godzilla vs. Violante, and I will pitch that to everybody all day long, every day. I think it has a great story. It was a great comeback from Godzilla. Um, when they lock off in the show series and starting off with the Heisei. And then we have Miki Sugusa, a very strong female lead character. And Violante is usually referred to as a female, but she's the spirit of a plant. And the scientist's daughter, Erica, and that's also. So I, I just feel like it's a, it's a fun film and it has a lot of different aspects to it. And really,
4: there's a strong female
3: kaiju and a strong kaiju actor.
4: My answer, again, is not going to be Kaiju, it's going to be Super Sentai. There's a Super Sentai movie I love, and I love to introduce people to, and that's Go Busters GoBusters, Go Busters. Because it's basically about the team, like, dies in the early episode, and then wind up being sent to an alternate world, where basically they're making fun of all the genre conventions of Sentai, while still being an awesome Sentai. So it doesn't require any previous knowledge, necessarily, but it is... So fun! This movie is amazing, and it's one of the first things I show people often I think I've been to get them into tokusatsu. I'm so sold. Can we watch this later? Yes, I have
2: <laughs> it. Uh, for me, for the Godzilla, it's uh, probably going to be G.M.K. That one I just think has really strong theming, and I think the way that they handle Godzilla is is very interesting. And I think it's I think it's something that can be easily picked up on without having to necessarily be a big Godzilla fan, because again, Godzilla is treated very differently in that one versus versus other ones.
1: Yeah. Do we have another question really fast that we could squeeze in? I thought I saw another hand. Okay. okay. I'm so sorry, yes. you like to see in the future of Have they already appeared before or we are creating one right now? That we would like to see again. Ooh, female calories that we would like to like see again. In
3: the upcoming ones, like upcoming
0: uh, I'd like to see an update by Amante. Oh. <laughs>
2: of course, I mean. <laughs> who's the big who's the big lobster? I don't know. Ever that one. <laughs>
0: we don't know. <laughs>
4: really any, I feel like any female kaiju would be awesome. Um I'd like to see more. Yeah. So, just more. Yeah. Just more. I think
1: just based on name alone, I would love to try to be just female. But like really blatantly said, because both the name and the gender, I think, goes great together as a pairing. So do, yes, yes.
0: Yes. Yes,
1: Yes, we are very much so. Very look forward to it. Oh, yes. Yes. Did we have anything else? Anyone? Anyone? Anybody else? Okay, no. So thank you so much for coming out. We want to make sure we get the next panel together.